Chapter Thirty Nine of Helping Himself or Grant Thornton's Ambition. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Helping Himself or Grant Thornton's Ambition by Horatio Alger, Jr. Chapter Thirty Nine The Housekeeper's Retribution. The train from Chicago had just reached the Grand Central Depot, and from the parlor car descended two boys who are well known to us, Grant Thornton and Herbert Reynolds. Herbert breathed a sigh of satisfaction. Oh, Grant, he said, how glad I am to see New York once more. I wonder if Papa knows we are to come by this train. The answer came speedily. The broker, who had just espied them, hurried forward and his lost boy was lifted to his embrace thank god i have recovered you my dear son he exclaimed fervently you must thank grant too papa said the little boy it was he who found me and prevented mr ford stealing me again mr reynolds grasped grant's hand and pressed it warmly i shall know how to express my gratitude to grant in due time he said on their way home grant revealed to mr reynolds for the first time the treachery of the housekeeper who had suppressed herbert's letter to his father and left the latter to mourn for his son when she might have relieved him of the burden of sorrow as mr reynolds listened his face became stern that woman is a viper he said in my house she has enjoyed every comfort and every consideration and in return she has dealt me this foul blow she will have cause to regret it when they entered the house mrs estabrook received them with false smiles so you are back again master herbert she said a fine fright you gave us you speak as if herbert went away of his own accord said the broker sternly you probably know better i know nothing sir about it then i may inform you that it was your stepson willis ford who stole my boy a noble revenge truly upon me for discharging him i don't believe it said the housekeeper i presume it is your office boy who makes this charge she added pressing her thin lips together there are others who are cognizant of it mrs estabrook grant succeeded in foiling mr ford in his attempt to recover herbert who had run away from his place of confinement you are prejudiced against my son mr reynolds said mrs estabrook her voice trembling with anger not more than against you mrs estabrook i have a serious charge to bring against you what do you mean sir asked the housekeeper nervously why did you suppress the letter which my boy wrote to me revealing his place of imprisonment i don't know what you mean sir she answered half defiantly i think you do did master herbert write such a letter yes then it must have miscarried on the contrary the postman expressly declares that he delivered it at this house i charge you with concealing or suppressing it the charge is false you can't prove it sir i shall not attempt to do so but i am thoroughly convinced of it after this act of treachery i cannot permit you to spend another night in my house you will please pack at once and arrange for a removal i am entitled to a month's notice mr reynolds you shall have a month's wages in lieu of it I would as soon have a serpent in my house mrs estabrook turned pale she had never expected it would come to this she thought no one would ever be able to trace the suppressed letter to her 
she was not likely again to obtain so comfortable and desirable a position instead of attributing her ill fortune to her own malice and evil doing she chose to attribute it to grant i am to thank you for this grant thornton she said in a sudden passion i was right in hating you as soon as i first saw you if ever i am able i will pay you up for this i don't doubt it mrs estabrook said grant quietly but i don't think you will have it in your power she did not deign to answer but hurried out of the room and in half an hour she had left the house now i can breathe freely said the broker that woman was so full of malice and spite that it made me uncomfortable to feel that she was in the house i am so glad that she has gone papa said herbert that evening after herbert had gone to bed mr reynolds invited grant into his library my boy he said i have settled accounts with mrs estabrook and now i want to settle with you not in the same way i hope sir said grant yes in the same way according to your deserts you have done me a service that which none can be greater you have been instrumental in restoring to me my only son i don't want any reward for that sir perhaps not but i owe it to myself to see that this service is acknowledged i shall raise your salary to fifteen dollars a week thank you sir said grant joyfully how glad my mother will be when you tell her this you may also tell her that i have deposited on your account in the bowery savings bank the sum of five thousand dollars this is too much mr reynolds said grant quite overwhelmed why i shall feel like a man of fortune so you will be in time if you continue as faithful to business as in the past it seems to me like a dream said grant i will give you a week's leave of absence to visit your parents and tell them of your good fortune End of chapter 39